Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of our Knowledge Group podcast. We're taking a forward look at what speakers are covering at our events, turning our attention this time to our upcoming webcast titled Artificial Intelligence in 2020, a practical guide to mitigate risks and avoid pitfalls. We'll be going live with this event Wednesday, April 22nd, running between 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're not able to make it, we'll be able to send the recording. That recording will be made available 24 hours after the event. That's April 23rd. And on this program, we'll be hearing from David Ben Mir, a partner at Norton Rose Fulbright LLP, Nexus C of Council at Oric Harrington and Sutcliffe. And we'll also be hearing from Paul Kravitz, a partner at Stas and Halsey. LLP. More information about our speakers, the full agenda, and how to sign up to listen to the event, that's all found in the description box down below. You'll also find the code PODCAST25. Now, when you do use that code at checkout, you'll get 25% off that next webcast registration. So let's turn things over to our panel now. My name is Paul Kravitz. I'm a patent attorney at Stas and Halsey in Washington, D.C., and my background is in electrical and computer engineering. I work in all these uh, types of technologies, and I do work in the AI area. I think to understand the legal implications of AI, you need to understand what is AI from a technology point of view. So we will discuss from a high level the, some of the various technologies involved in AI. And I think you will have a good understanding of what AI is. From the discussion. It's also important to understand that AI can be distributed among many uh, devices. For example, if you take an autonomous vehicle like a self-driving car, the car may interact with a server in the cloud, we call a cloud server, and it may also interact with a smartphone. So you have three devices all working together, uh, the cloud server, the car, and the uh, smartphone. And that creates unique challenges uh, for patents especially, which is a subject of my talk. Uh, and we'll discuss those challenges and how to address the challenges. Uh, also, there are some new, new uh, law changes over the last several years that have a significant effect on uh, AI patents, particularly software and business method patents. And AI is often... Uh, considered like a software patent and typically and often directed to a method of doing business such as uh, mining accounting data to look for fraud. That could be a method of doing business. So certain uh, law changes have affected methods of doing business and software patents, which are AI. We'll talk about those. One of those is an inter-party review, and that's a new procedure in the patent office. So we'll discuss uh, exactly what that is and Really, uh, what you do, what you should do about that if you got AI patents, and uh, we'll also talk about law changes regarding what is patentable. In other words, what is patentable subject matter? This has been uh, an ongoing issue in the courts for several years, and uh, the big issue is really can you patent business methods and software type inventions, and uh, that particularly affects AI. So we will discuss all those issues. And I think coming out of this presentation, you'll have a good understanding of what AI is and the legal risks and pitfalls associated with AI patents. My name is David Benmeer. I'm uh, an intellectual property litigation partner with Norton Rose Fulbright in Los Angeles. And I do uh, 
patent, trade secret, copyright and trademark litigation, as well as uh, licensing, IP licensing related litigation. My background is in electrical engineering and I worked as an electrical engineer. And in fact, my master's was in uh, uh, artificial neural networks. Uh, I'm going to cover the uh, copyright and trade secrets aspects for protect of for protecting AI and some of the issues associated with them, uh, including the requirements and scope of protection for for uh, uh, copyright and trade secret. We'll talk a little bit about the intersection of copyright and trade secrets and some interesting issues that come up in the context of copyright. We'll talk a little bit about the advantages and disadvantages of trade secret protection compared to patents and the suitability of trade secrets protection for artificial intelligence. There's a tension that exists between artificial intelligence protection using trade secrets and issues of transparency and potential liability associated with use of AI to perform various tasks. And so we'll talk a bit about that tension and the and perhaps some best practices as well for navigating between protection of AI versus uh, uh, potential needs for disclosure of how certain uh, AI functions are performed. And with that, we'll, we'll turn it over to uh, our next speaker. Hello, everybody. My name is Nexus C, and I'm of counsel at Orrick Harrington and Sutcliffe. And I am a litigator and trial lawyer at the firm, splitting my practice between commercial litigation and product liability law. One of the areas of focus uh, I have currently is AI. I've always been interested in, in technology. In fact, I was a, a math major in, in college and had to take a bunch of computer, uh, computer science classes. And so it's just a fascinating area for me. One of the things I'd like to talk about over our uh, webinar today, uh, uh, I should probably scrap, scrap that. It's not, <laughs> can, I, can I do a repeat? Sorry about that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Let me, just, let me just start over. So it's just, I'm going to say over the webinar just generally. Sorry about that. Um, so uh, hello, everybody. My name is Nexus C. I'm of counsel at Orrick Harrington and Sutcliffe, and I split my practice between commercial litigation and product liability law. One of the areas of focus that I have of recent is really uh, the impact that AI has on the product liability regime. I was a math major in college and always been very much interested in science, took a bunch of uh, computer science courses. And so I find AI in general to be incredibly fascinating. One of the things I'd like to discuss on this webinar is how AI impacts the product liability regime. You know, what we try to do in tort litigation or in tort law generally is find who along the product chain should be responsible for harm. And so, for example, you might have an autonomous vehicle. There's going to be a number of different parties involved that allow that vehicle to move autonomously without human involvement. So you've got the manufacturer who manufactures the vehicle. You've got the parts, the, the wheels, uh, perhaps the steering, if there's a steering involved. You also have the AI component that may have been uh, generated or produced by a third party, right, or a software company. And so if there happens to be harm, that results 
from the use of this vehicle, who do you hold responsible? And how does AI impact that analysis? And so we, we're going to talk on a high level about how AI impacts the uh, product liability and, and tort regime. One of the things that I'll focus on, for example, is foreseeability. Typically, you want to know whether the harm that was caused was foreseeable. Could someone have seen this coming? Well, if you have an autonomous vehicle that thinks on its own, um, it's going to be pretty hard for you as a plaintiff to um, to hold someone responsible for an action that this autonomous vehicle took on its own. And so thinking about how to, to structure your cases, how to analyze um, cases such like that is what I'll be focusing on. Another thing that I'm going to talk about is how do we limit risk, okay? Uh, because the law, the case law, the regulatory landscape has really not caught up just yet to how AI impacts the product liability and tort regime, you want to think about ways to mitigate risk if you are a manufacturer or if you are in the business of creating these, these algorithms. And so I'll talk about some of the ways uh, companies can do that. You can ensure your, your AI-based machines. You can ensure your vehicle so that if there is an accident or if there is harm that's generated from this particular product, there is a, a fund or a source of funds that the plaintiff can, can use to seek redress from. You may also want to think about indemnification agreements so that if you are outsourcing the AI component of your machine or, or vehicle or product, that that particular company will indemnify you if that AI takes an action that is, is completely out of the scope of what you thought um, would be foreseeable, what you thought the, the purpose of, of, of that product would be. And so you want to think about different ways of, of getting indemnification agreements. And the last point is really just making sure that you have competent counsel who understands algorithms, who understands uh, machine learning, who understands the AI landscape generally, and they can help advise on how to uh, go about your business. Uh, for give you one last example, you know, if you've got an autonomous vehicle case, there are several levels of automation. And, and having a, a, a good sense of those different levels of automation will actually impact your litigation strategy. For example, you can have zero automation at all, where mostly all the tasks are performed by a human driver. You can also have full automation, where the vehicle is capable of performing all the driving tasks without the driver. Now, where um, the, the automation scale lies with respect to your product will have a lot of impact on your litigation strategy and how you defend an action that involves an autonomous vehicle. So we'll walk you through all those different levels of automation, the strategies we're seeing being applied right now in the current case law, and hopefully after this you'll get a good sense of how to defend an AI case and how to advise your clients um, on how to mitigate risk in that regard. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. Don't forget more information about today's speakers, as well as a full agenda of what they'll be covering on the upcoming webcast. will all be found in the description box down below. Now we look forward to seeing you April 22nd. Don't forget the recordings made available if you can't join us then, but we hope to see you at future Knowledge Group events. Don't forget to use the code PODCAST25 to get 25% off that next